On the cover, Ryan is out the door with a book bag slung over his shoulder, half his mask sticking out of an unzipped pouch, and a voice bubble promising an unconvinced Uncle Patrick in the doorway that they'll be home right after studying. Stephen stands on the curb waiting for Ryan, one hand nervously ruffling his hair, the other concealing something behind his back, and his guilt-ridden eyes cast downward to avoid making eye contact. Wonderworld Comics proudly presents The Heartbreakers, Volume Zero, Bad Beginnings, Issue One, Rule Breakers. Prepare yourself, dear reader, for another gripping tale of adventure, drama, and self-discovery. This is Wonder World Comics. It is a gorgeous summer evening, and it's around that time of year it takes the sun just a little bit longer to set. The birds are chirping. Gus and Ralph off in the distance are fighting over a patty. And we have some young angsty teenagers who have a night of heroic antics planned ahead of them. We look down at the panel and the reader see Steve's house. Where does Steve live? Steve uh, and his mom live in an apartment in the, down in the Burbs. Um, not, a, not a super great neighborhood, uh, but it's kind of what they can afford with uh, his mom working two jobs. So, Absolutely. Um, yeah, yeah, uh kind of like a uh like a three-story brick building. They live on the top floor. All right, and Steve has some things planned for this evening. Maybe something he uh, arranged previously with a friend from school. And with the Accountability and Superhuman Safety Act, there's a curfew set. So, kids or anyone else aren't supposed to be out after dark and the sun is getting low. How is Steve going to sneak out this evening? Steve has been in his room pretty much ever since he got home from school, just sitting by the window. He's got his super suit on, uh, super suit in quotes, um, underneath. Yeah, so he's wearing like a hoodie and his, his armored vest under uh, a larger zip-up hoodie. Uh, <laughs> and he's got like his mask in the hoodie pocket. Uh, but he has just been watching the clock and the sun. Um, he, uh, he he's uh, waiting for his mom to say goodnight to him, and uh, he's got you know the uh, he's yeah. Um, but he's gonna be you know staying up a little late, playing some some video games with his his buddies, as far as she knows. Um, so yeah, he's just waiting for the sun to hit the horizon so he can slip out the window and onto the roof. But he is just so excited. This is the this is what he lives for every day now. Is the night is the time when he gets to put on his mask and go be the person he wants to be. Honey, are you there? Uh yeah. Uh what's up, mom? Uh can I come in? Uh, yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Uh, yeah. Mrs. Fisher cracks the door as mom's do and kind of peeks in. Are are you going to be playing with germ tonight? Is that the plan? Yeah, yeah, we were, uh, just gonna, you know, play some of the the new, uh, we're doing a, a raid in, uh, you know, worlds of magecraft tonight, so, uh. You know, gonna be up a little bit late, but uh, I got my homework done. Um, 
So, yeah, I guess I'll, I'll see you in the morning. Okay, honey. Don't stay up too late. Of course, um, Mom. And just make sure to close and lock your window. I know you like the breeze, but I just don't trust what's going on with everything in the city right now. Yep, you got it. All right. Love you, honey. Have a have a good time. Love you too, Mom. Good night. And she closes the door and leaves you to your antics. Yeah, the the second the we get a panel of the door clicking shut, and then the next panel is just the the computer monitor has been turned off and the window is open and left ajar, and there's just like a breeze blowing through Steve's empty room. Perfect. And the page turns, and we are at Ryan and Uncle Patrick's house. Uh, and on the panel, the reader sees two of them uh, at the sink tag teaming some dishes after dinner. What is Ryan going to say to Uncle Patrick to let her out this evening, especially with everything going on in the city? I think, first of all, it's 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 Uncle Patrick and Ryan and the Brambles are all tag teaming the dishes. <laughs> I don't think Uncle Patrick likes it when Ryan uses his Bramble powers to put dishes away because I think some of them have been smashed in the box. <laughs> Um, but he still does it. Uh, <laughs> um, Ryan, do you have to? You you know how I feel about the vines. Oh, but they just want to help. And it's like, if we get this done really quick, then, you know, um, maybe but I can... But quicker... Is, is it? Yeah, and then there's like a smash behind them. <laughs> The clatter of plates. <laughs> and then Ryan like winces and the brambles kind of like slowly like creep back into Ryan's arm. Like they're just like um yeah, like slinking backwards as if like they're like, I did not I didn't even do it. it wasn't even me. Patrick gives a vague like attempt to look stern, but you can just see him like chuckling and smiling because he's not that kind of guy to care about a few broken dishes it's a little annoying but you know all wonder water under the bridge <laughs> so uh you said you were going to be studying with steve tonight i mean i like the kid but you know it's it's dangerous out there right now yeah but like is it really uh gonna uh, flex my muscles because <laughs> i and it's 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 like a Steve's house isn't even that far away, but I don't think anyone would, like, approach me on the street. Patrick kind of rolls his eyes at that, but gives you a smile and says, Okay, but I trust you, but I need you to be safe. And he is trying to shift your labels. Um, yeah, he is. He is. <laughs> he is trying to raise your savior and uh, lower your danger 100% right now. Um, yeah, I, Ryan will accept that. Ryan loves his uncle and listens to him. Um, All right. So I think, um, he's going to sort of like, you know, drop his, drop his arms, like pick a tea towel back up and start wiping a plate dry with his own hands instead of with his brambles and say like, I... I know you worry about me and I promise I'll be safe. I'll just be hanging out in Steve's in Steve's bedroom. It's it's not a dangerous place. It'll well I'll be okay. And I will always call you if if something happens. Okay, kid. I trust you. 
and he reaches up and he ruffles Ryan's hair affectionately and says, get out of here, kid. I'll finish up the dishes. Um, it's better you're over there sooner than anything. I don't want you on the streets after dark. I think Ryan does that little like mock Aww, when he gets ruffled on the head. But it's it's clear that he he actually loves this. Um, <laughs> and then like it grabs his like gym bag um, from sort of like the floor where it is in the kitchen. And he's just like, okay, I love you. And then as he like, as he's running, the brambles are still kind of like in the kitchen and they sort of like get jerked to go with him <laughs> and another plate just like crashes. <laughs> <sighs> Perfect. Um, does Ryan use uh, their skates as transportation? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Ryan's definitely skating down the street to get to Steve's house. All right. Um, you guys can tag team this, but give me a little, a couple of panels of uh, the two of our heroes making their way to their rendezvous spot and what area that would be. Where are the two of our heartbreakers patrolling this evening? We get a couple of panels of Steve just booking it across the rooftops. He is, uh, stashed his uh outer jacket he's in full-on hero mode and he is just like leaping from building to building with like these giant kind of like bursts of lightning out of his feet and uh just kind of like whooping and hollering to himself as he's just like yanking energy out of uh the passing like power poles and street lights and transformers and stuff and he slides into the alleyway, and Ryan isn't there. And uh, when Ryan does finally arrive, Steve is there, just, like, anxiously waiting, just, like, checking his phone. Just like, dude, 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 where were you? Come on! <laughs> I think, I feel like, um, uh, as Steve is doing that, there's, like, they're, like, really long panels of Steve doing that stuff. And then underneath them is Ryan just, like, skating. With the same, like, joy as Steve is doing all these amazing feats, Ryan is just, like, zooming down the street skating. And then when Ryan gets to the, behind the, um, like, the gas station, like, I, th I think Ryan is the kind of person who would, like, skate up behind Steve and frighten him. <laughs> as Steve is, like, looking down at his phone, like, where is he, where is he, where is he? And then there's just, like, a, a fingers in the sides, like, gotcha. Fuck, dude! Seriously, <laughs> why? Uh, it was funny, and is then he real? like is it really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and then he's like, he's Ryan's just he's in like he's got all his like he's got his skates and his like knee pads, elbow pads, wrist guards, and stuff on, and his helmet, and he's just like struggling to take off his t shirt over the top of all of that. But like underneath is a super suit, so he's just like he's just like half in a shirt. Like it was it was pretty funny. Steve's uh Steve's kind of uh paying no attention to this. He's like, dude, dude, you gotta see this. You gotta see this. I was messing around the other day, okay? And uh just just watch, just watch. And he pulls out uh he has, there's just like this uh pickle soda can <laughs> in the alleyway, and he sets it up on a box and takes a couple steps back and just kind of like holds out his hand. And you can see electricity kind of flickering between his fingers and a little kind of like electricity kind of 
you can kind of feel just like the the hair on your arms and stuff kind of stand up as he's reaching out and just kind of like this little lightning tether kind of reaches out and the hits the can and it sort of almost levitates and then gets blasted backwards. Did you see that? Did you see that? Did you see that? Ryan's got his like um his shirt is still like hooked around his arms, but his face is free. And so he's just got his arms up and he's just like, Whoa, dude. Yeah, dude, yeah. So I uh went to uh Ms. Lenard's class, the the physics teacher, and asked her to if if she could explain electromagnets to me. And uh it turns out like all you needed to do is like make electricity go around something metal, I think, and it's kind of working. And and I can like move things now without like blasting holes in them, I think. Kind of. Maybe. Ryan finally rips his shirt off and then like grabs Steve by the shoulders and like without meaning to because Steve is shorter than Ryan, right? Oh yeah, Steve is like five two. Yeah, cool. So without so, like, meaning a full, to a full foot shorter than <laughs> Yeah, and Ryan's in his skates right now as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Without meaning to, just because, like, he wants Steve to be at his level, he, like, picks him up. <laughs> and he's like, dude, no, you can do it. Don't lose the confidence. Oh, dude, dude, I mean, uh, I mean, I don't want to say I'm, like, a Jedi, but it's pretty cool, right? <laughs> you are totally like a Jedi. Um, and then Ryan puts you down and a a bramble snakes out of his tattoo and like forms in his hand like a lightsaber. <laughs> There's uh, a small editor's note that Mrs. Leonhart was explaining to Steve that with a magnet and relative motion, that's all it takes to induce a current in something. And yeah, he's off off to the races with that information. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He can do some some science now. What's the uh what's the plan for tonight? What are what are we doing? We're gonna like go stop a robbery, we're gonna like follow like uh some police scanners? Like what do you do? Like are there is there like a stakeout? Are you are you like a is there like a super villain you guys are tracking down? Ryan is gonna skate around Steve, um, gently tapping him with his lightsaber brambles, uh, and be like, Oh dude, you just like you don't have to think about it too much. It's just like if you know if something happens, you yeah, you stop it. Yeah. So, no super villains then. I mean, that's fine. That's fine. It's probably for the best. You know, I've only been doing this like a little bit, but. Oh, and then Ryan stops right in front of him and is like, all the all the all the brambles, the brambles lightsaber disappears, and he's like, oh, you you want a super villain? Well, we can totally find you a super villain, dude. <laughs> I'm not like a, you know, maybe um, I, like a, a a big thug, perhaps, you know, uh, uh, a henchman. I don't know if I'm ready for like full on villain, but I just, you know, I I feel like I'm finally getting the hang of this, you know, and I want to I want to be able to prove that I can do something. There's a panel of Ryan getting really close to Steve's face, and is like. Remember the confidence. You can do this. You are ready for a villain. Let's go. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Let's do this. <laughs> does Ryan have influence over Steve? Um, Steve, uh, Ryan does. Absolutely. 
Were you trying to shift Steve's labels right there? I'm always trying to shift Steve's labels. Hell I'm yeah. always trying to put Steve's um, savior up and his mundane down, I think. Okay, awesome. So, um, sweet. Uh, so you accept I'm, that? Uh, I will, because on my way over here, I put on my mask, which affirmed my, my heroic identity. So uh, right then, I should have switched my, my freak in my mundane. Cool. No, that's fine. So I will then up my danger to two and then lower my mundane to negative two. Nice. Ryan's a really bad influence. Absolutely. In hindsight, the best type of bad influence. (laughs) Ryan's like, believe in yourself. You can take on the whole city. Let's go. (laughs) I have a whole city to throw at you. Hell yeah. (laughs) Where are we going? Have you resolved the moves? Oh, um, yes, I'm accepting that. And yeah, Steve's going to electrify his fist and go for a a fist bump with his buddy Ryan before they they head off. Yeah, Ryan will make a little plant fist. and and Awesome. We get a nice little freeze frame panel there fist bump exploding with lightning and thorny plant vines. Yeah, and with that dramatic moment, the theme song that has yet to be chosen but plays for the readers (laughs) as they watch this. And is also royalty-free. Exactly. (laughs) As these two heroes step out of the alley, can we get a quick uh, description for the readers on the panel of our super suits real quick, starting with Ryan? Uh, So Ryan's going to stay in his skates today so basically she's got like her sort of like swimsuit-esque classic one-piece super suit on um, which is just green with like her little spirally thorny symbol of pink in the center of her chest Um, but they've also got like their elbow pads and they don't have their like super mask on because they've got a helmet on instead which is also green Uh, the, the pads aren't they're all just they're just black and all like ripped up and dirty, but and um yeah, and her um her skates are red. Steve has a uh his mask is like an olive green fireproof balaclava. He got it at an Army Navy surplus store with uh like some ski goggles with two like big circular lenses, uh like a kind of like mirror reflective um sewn into the front. And that's his, his mask. And then he's got like a, a kind of like armored bulletproof vest that he's spray painted a lightning bolt on the front of. Uh, and he wears that over a navy blue hoodie and some jeans. And, um, he's recently got some like elbow and shoulder pads himself just for his, his super suit. They're probably like the same brand as Ryan's and just, uh, and then like some fingerless gloves. Yeah. Just three sizes smaller. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, they were probably they might have been the Ryan's hand me downs from when he was like a toddler or something. <laughs> we turn the page and the readers get a couple beautiful panels of the electric kid and the bramble brawler of the burbs going down the sidewalk. They start out real energetic, pepped, real hype. Ryan is skating circles around Steve, and they're uh, joking and laughing, not really aware it seems like that the 
accountability and superhuman safety act has totally passed that there's totally a curfew and the sun is totally setting and they're openly walking down the street with masks but they're looking for trouble and they're about to find some because about three blocks down as they are uh, crossing an alley steve you look over and you notice that down this alley as the sun is setting under a flickering fluorescent bulb there is a figure in just a full pulled over ski mask that you can barely see just with a fist raised punching someone that he has held up against the brick wall of the alley with his elbow across his chest and yeah you just see the first punch land and seconds later another comes in what do you do dude we got an assault 10 o'clock let's go and uh steve is going in he sees someone in trouble he's gonna do something about it uh so he puts on a burst of speed and zips across the street and is just going to haul ass as fast as he can and then plant his fist in the side of this guy's head and see what happens Sorry. All right. Sorry. So, <laughs> would you say you're more trying to assault this person directly, or are are you trying oh, to save the I person am, getting hit? I am saving the person by attacking the bad guy. I'm gonna take the threat out. I'm, yeah. Okay. Then I'm gonna have you roll plus savior to defend um, this person in the alley. Awesome. I have plus zero savior. All right. Oh, that's a hit. That's a nine. All right. On a seven to nine, it costs you. Expose yourself to danger or escalate the situation. I think I'm definitely exposing myself to danger here. Yeah, so I will, um, and I will add a team to the pool. Okay. Awesome. So you come in, and as you do, you just zip across the street and with the uh the heightened physical strength and stuff the speed you have from absorbing the electricity and energy you have been from all the street lights you just nail this masked figure in the face and um he loses his grip and he is just on the alley floor and he looks up at you and you can now see a little clearer now that you're close with, uh, without the glare of the sunset in your eyes that this is a figure in a full ski mask, Deadpool style. It has a jagged gray pattern going up the center with black on each side, kind of overlapping around the eyes. And that's just the whole suit. And besides a couple like accents, he's in all black and gray with a pair of brass knuckles. He says, dude, what the hell? That's what you get, asshole. Bet you didn't expect to run into a real superhero, right? And he turns around to fist bump Ryan, who still hasn't caught up yet. <laughs> and as he's turning around, you see that the guy behind you that you just saved has a knife, um, a switchblade that he's just pulled out, and he is very quickly going to uh, shank you in the side. Oh, fuck! No! <laughs> Right. Uh, you you see this happening as uh, you've noticed this whole interaction ran over. Do you do? E.K. Uh, <laughs> the first thing I'm going to do is realize that Steve is my love. Steve's my love now. 
But yeah, thanks. Punch me. I'm the problem. <laughs> well, I mean... Uh, Ryan shoves you out of the way and is able to uh, get you out of harm's way in this situation. Um, but she is now face-to-face with in- this individual who has now uh, pulled another knife and just smacks you across the temple with the butt of it. And I'm going to ask you to take a powerful blow, Ryan. Yeah, I was about to ask, because on a 7-9 to nine for the defend, I have to either expose myself to danger or escalate situation. So and either way you chose, that was the only solution I'd come up with for uh, <laughs> either of them. Uh, and I was also going to say, uh, can I add a team to the pool as well because of my defend? Absolutely. Okay. Cool. All right. Thank you Taking so much for helping me resolve these moves. I Not totally forget about the rest of them. No, it's okay. all good. I pulled some bullshit to get that to work. Um, <laughs> take a bullshit. <laughs> ah, shit. Now I'm going to roll high. You just watch this. Oh, yeah. Or wait. No, I don't want to roll high. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> stop, stop hell yeah, me getting knocked out. Um, so that's a six plus. I have one condition, so that's a seven. Okay. That's a seven. That's not bad at all. Okay, so on a seven, you must choose one. Lash out verbally, provoke a teammate to foolhardy action, or take advantage of your influence to inflict a condition. Give ground your opposition against an opportunity. Um, or struggle past Spain, and you mark two conditions. Still already kind of pissed Steve off. I don't want to piss him off again. I think I'll give ground and the opposition gets an opportunity. Alright. Yeah, and as this butt of the blade comes across your temple it just it catches you in the eye it definitely hurts but it glances off in a way you know you're really strong and tough but it it definitely gets you for a second and the opportunity this thug has is just to slip it out of the alley and get away from all three of you and as he's running he's just like looking back and kind of chuckling he's like have a good day assholes (laughs) and uh gets around the corner are you okay are you bleeding? You're bleeding again, aren't you? Uh, you're talking to me, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. For the um, readers, um, both of you are bleeding a little bit. You you got some cuts and scratches in this oh, interaction. Neither of you, you are coming you out You don't unscathed. go into a knife fight and come out untied. <laughs> Especially Fuck. when you lose that knife fight three versus one. I think as Steve is like, oh my god, are you okay? Are you bleeding? I think Ryan is doing the exact same thing to Steve. It's like, oh my god, are you okay? Are you bleeding? Yeah, no, it just got me a little bit. It's fine. As you guys are both kind of assessing your wounds and everything, I'm going to ask you both to mark a condition after this just great first outing, and uh, I'm going <laughs> to leave that up to you to explain why you'd pick. That's, that's totally fair. I think Ryan is going to mark afraid because he really was afraid that Steve was about to get stabbed Um, and he was supposed to be looking out for Steve Steve is feeling a little insecure he thought he was doing a super awesome hero thing and it turned out instead he almost died so uh, yeah he kind of feels a little foolish Okay, so the figure with the um, jagged gray pattern going up the center of his mask kind of gets up and brushes himself off and says, 
Yeah, Black Falcon was right. There's so many jokers running around. That guy's hurting people. If you don't know what you're doing, at least stay out of my way. And oh, he's yeah? going to brush past you and like bump your shoulder. And he's, and are, he's taller than you. And who are you supposed to be? The clamp? <laughs> That's the vice to you. Stay out of my way next time. Maybe stay out of the uh, way of my fist. Damn it, he's damn it, he's gone. <laughs> Shit, I no, no, yeah, that was good. Say it, say it loud, yeah. and he'll be able to hear you as he walks away. Ah, uh, he's he's like kind of far away now. And did he say Black Falcon? Isn't that a like crazy hero who runs around almost murdering people? Uh, if you say so. I don't editor's note for the reader. It is. <laughs> I think Ryan Ryan's just like he's a he's a dude, so I, I haven't really followed him that closely. No, right, no, that's fair. Fuck that guy anyway. He doesn't he doesn't know. Yeah, right? What an asshole. <laughs> oh, <my laughs> uh so that gives a couple of minutes of steve and ryan just like comforting themselves by being like yeah he was, he was the worst just totally shitting on vice <laughs> he totally he totally like could have, that was totally on him that we lost that fight oh absolutely dude like what an unprofessional hero you know like way to communicate right <laughs> yeah i work on a team with black falcon doesn't work with his teammates. Ugh. Am I right? Also, like, if you're gonna be the hero, why do you look like a freaking... Why are you freaking beating people up in alleyways, you know? Like... At least, like, have a good quip or something, you know? Like, a good one-liner so you know you're a good guy. How are we supposed to... Yeah, how are we supposed to know he was a hero? He looks like a villain to me. Mm-hmm. Like, around the corner, uh, this masked figure is just, like, kind of listening, and you can see through, like, the skin-tight mask, just, like, the brows furrowing, like, their rage fermenting as he was too pretentious and cocky to just walk away. He kind of wanted to hear, like, you know, these people, like, kind of pout and sulk because, you know, they ruined his grand operation, and that's not at all uh, how this conversation's going down. And then he just, like, peeks his head around the corner and says... What? Like I had any communication before your fist met my face? Whatever. Oh, fuck, he's still here. God, Jesus. <laughs> Squeak, and say the thing. Say the thing. No. At that shit. point, you should have stayed out of the way of my fist. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you should probably try to stay out of the way of knives. Thankfully, uh, your bodyguard was here to save you. I mean. Ryan's like, are you talking about me? I am not EK's bodyguard, okay? We are a team. The Bramble Brawler and I, yeah, we're a complete package. You know, he brings the uh, the, the muscle, and I bring the... Um... Also the muscle. And he, like, yeah, exactly! And he's like, like, look at this, you know? Yeah, yeah. Steven, Steven Ryan fist bump without looking at each other. <laughs> So as this interaction is happening, very quietly, in a couple of panels, a Farsec Accountability and Superhuman Safety Act enforcement van has been like just kind of inching its way forward in the background. It has asshats graffitied on the side. <laughs> yeah. 
yes. <laughs> but in the front seat, like passenger window is rolled down and all three of them over here on the crackle of the radio. All Forsec accountability and safety enforcement details. Get to the central burbs plaza and fountain. We have a situation. Civilians at risk. I repeat, we have a potential hostage situation. Oh, and shit. sirens just go off on this this vehicle and, and it it zips out and it, it's headed towards the plaza mentioned over the radio. Hey dude, I know we just got like we just met and kinda got off on the wrong foot, but like do you want to go fight crime? You can see the eyebrow raise in a panel on the Deadpool style mass <laughs> and kind of thinks of that. It's like, like, I get if, you know, like you're the protege of the black Falcon, you know, and then like you got to work alone or whatever. But like, I'm, I'm kind of new to this and, you know, I wouldn't mind. You know, maybe I could you know, learn something, a thing or two, maybe, you know, from a professional. So this figure was just so close to repeating his, his favorite phrase, stay out of my way. But the request softens um, this very pretentious and cocky individual whose ego Steve was also hurt after. Go ahead. <laughs> Steve has that effect on people. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, whose ego was also hurt after uh, the encounter in the alley bum fight. I was also uh, totally sharing a vulnerability or weakness. Oh, yeah, absolutely. What is that move for the Jonas? So uh, when Steve shares a vulnerability or weakness with someone, tell them a secret about who you really are. Give them influence. So Vice has influence over Steve now. Ooh. Also has <laughs> influence over vice that is part of Whoa. his playbook which we won't get into that now but i figure you can mark it down in case it comes up and whatever yeah. is about to happen we'll see we'll see yeah so uh i give them influence i so i tell them a secret about who i really am give them influence and then shift my my mundane up and my masks label down so i will shift my mundane up to negative one and my masks labeled down to two yeah you know like i just got my powers like like two and a half weeks ago uh so like if you know like what you're doing and have like impressed you know like a real hero not that you don't know what you're doing ryan but like (laughs) (laughs) is that when ryan that's what she did. Yeah, so Ryan is, is making Vice her rival for sure. <laughs> oh my god. That, and, yeah. uh, but but is also still in like Steve hype mode. So it's just like, dude, you're a real hero. You could impress any hero. Uh thank you, Ryan. I know. <laughs> <laughs> you're so sweet. <laughs> Vice kind of exhales. I didn't describe the rest of his suit. He does have cut off sleeves. His very, for a teenager, um, he looks 16, 17. Can't really tell. Um, he has very toned and large arms. Um, and he's kind of flexing them and looking at his brass knuckles, wiping off the blood and 
just says. Yeah, I mean, Black Falcon may not be wrong, but how does a loser ever become a winner if they don't get a C1 in an action? That's and he says, wait, he just <laughs> he just kind of turns and starts walking and like waves over his shoulder with a like come hither moment says, come on, I'll show you how it's done. Ryan rolls their eyes so hard. <laughs> Steve is Steve is kind of hyped. Dude, dude, do you realize what's happening right now? He's kind of like elbowing Ryan in the ribs as they're walking like a little ways behind Vice. Ryan is like, what, that that guy's like a dick? I mean, well, yeah, but dude, <laughs> we're starting a super team! <laughs> oh, that's, that's pretty true, actually. Right? Right? Oh, shit, will your other team, like, kick you out if they find out you're cheating on them? <laughs> um... <laughs> Uh, I don't know, man. They they haven't even they haven't like officially invited me to be part of the team. But oh, like you're like I'm a free agent. To. Yeah, it's like we're just kind of feeling each other out and like seeing how it goes. And cool, but like cool. you know that you're my number one. So if I had the chance oh. to be on the team with you versus the chance to be on the team with them, like it would be you. I mean, thank you. And you know, I really want to believe you, but I've seen how many hot people are on that team. <laughs> yeah. they're pretty hot <laughs> but it's kind of cool I get to be like the mysterious you know like oh like are they gonna join the team like Ooh. maybe that makes you know me harder to them is the plan anyway I mean it could be plus like if you're on a team with me uh, then like I can introduce you to them dude that would I mean uh, let's not get ahead of ourselves, you know. Like I've barely gotten beat up by a bum, so you you could have taken him if if Vice wasn't there. You could have taken. If him. I had punched the other person, we would have had that. Yeah, it was to- it was totally Vice's fault. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I feel like the Bramble Brawler may have been comforting or more likely supporting the Electric Kid right there. I always love to comfort and support Steve. Yes. Yes. All right. Before we get to the scene of the action, give me that roll plus mundane. Please, dice. Please. <laughs> the whole reason I made the ball was because I want to comfort and support. And I fail every time. <laughs> it's a seven. Hell plus yeah. Two for mundane, which is a nine. Plus one because I have influence over Steve, so it's a ten. That is oh, a 10. Let's go. A full success. Hell We're yeah. We're going to start a new precedent with this team. This <laughs> team comforts and supports and succeeds. On a hit, they hear you. They mark potential, clear condition, or shift labels if they open up to you. On a 10+, plus, you can also add a team to the pool or clear a condition yourself. Uh, right, dude. We are real heroes. Let's go kick these guys' ass or, you know, save some ass or... You know, whatever, whatever's going on, we, we fucking got this. And, and Steve is no longer insecure. Let's go. I'm going to clear Afraid for myself. Heck yeah. And also because you're my love, I get to mark potential because I confidence for you. Ha ha ha. Finally. Yeah. It's paying off. It's doing the thing. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right. Awesome. With that adorable scene, uh, the reader turns the page and we find ourselves at the Burb Central Plaza and Fountain. It's relatively close by, five or six blocks away, following Vice. They're all athletic people. They get there in absolutely no time. Kind of coming up the street to this area that's um pretty large, open, circular area. Um, There's a roundabout uh, through the burbs. This is kind of like the area that touches the gentrified part of Old Town. It's a little nicer, but it, it's also like you're leading up to it with pawn shops and like um, yeah, stereo yeah. places and the one stock sucker video <laughs> store that's left on the block and as you do you can hear the the broken radio of the flipped farsec accountability and superhero safety act um enforcement van not blocking your path but just repeating we have a situation we have a situation we have a situation there's a guide hanging out the window like blood dripping down his head then you can hear like sirens and stuff going off what do you do Steve is going to sprint over to the guy hanging out of the Farsec van. And while he's doing that, he's going to be just like frantically looking around, trying to figure out what the hell happened and what is going on. And the guy just kind of accepts your help and says, it's a big lobster. It's a whatever the hell the thing is. It's fucking strong. You kids should get out of here. He's trying to shift your labels, definitely up your mundane and down your danger, because this is this is not a situation that you have any capacity to be in. In his like eyes, Ellie is. I'm rejecting the shit out of that. Yeah. All right. Give me that roll to reject. Hit. All right. Yeah. Six plus two plus zero. <laughs> Um, good thing I'm not insecure anymore. That would have been a miss. When you reject someone's influence on a hit, you successfully hold to yourself and tune them out. On a 10 plus, choose two. On a 7 to 9, choose one. So All I get right. to choose one from clear condition or mark potential by immediately acting to prove it wrong. Shift one label up and one label down of your choice or cancel their influence and take plus one forward against them. I am going to... Mark potential and immediately prove him wrong by just flat out ignoring him and being like, "Are you injured? Are you hurt? We can get you. Uh, we can get you to a safe distance." Where? Uh, what? What is this enemy? What did you see? And just like trying to like provide some first aid, like stop bleeding and get him out of the the overturned vehicle. Yeah, you're able to help pull him out and. You get him a little bit of distance away, just around an alley point, and you're able to look him over real quick. He says, ah, kid, I, I'm fine. Um, it's just a little bit of a head wound, and I've called in Farsec reinforcements. You should just wait till they get here. It's it's what always is here in this city. Some ridiculous beast I don't even know anymore. Capitalism? So, <laughs> he, he just sighs and closes his eyes and he's just kind of like holding his slightly bleeding head putting pressure with just a piece of cloth and uh he tore off his shirt um steve looks up at ryan and despite 
Kraken wise, he looks really, really concerned and like he has no idea what the heck he's supposed to do. You guys are standing just behind um, an overturned Farsec van. You're looking out into this open circular area. At the far side, you can see a Caravan James, a local grocery store that the front is totally caved in. It just looks something like just hulk through the front of this this grocery chain store owned by the St. James real estate empire. Some police barricades that have been like hastily set up. They're not able to contain really the situation. Crates of bananas and milk are being thrown out of the store. And uh, Steve, you do recognize Officer O'Malley kind of shouting and like taking a little bit of charge in the situation and say, we got to get civilians out of here. This is this is a far sex situation. And those asshats have no clue what they're doing as he looks over at the overturned man that has asshat written on it. And yeah, that's kind of the scene of chaos. And the vice is standing um, over near the vehicle, kind of like looking out and peering and trying to look really cool and probably a little bit pulling it off. He's assessing how involved he wants to get in this situation or what he can or cannot handle and hasn't made any moves. Alrighty. So I am Ryan. I grab Electric Kid's hand, point to the store, and run in. I stand stock still and haul you back <laughs> around the side of the van. <laughs> wait! Wait! But it's in whatever it is is in there. I saw, I saw, okay? And apparently it's some sort of like giant mutant shrimp or something. But listen, Officer O'Malley is also there. And if he sees me again at the scene of a crime, I am totally fucked. So, um, I'm going to get up on the roof and, and try and sneak around the back. And, uh, you can do your thing, which is, you know, charge head first into danger or whatever. Uh, Vice? Does that sound good? He is smirking in a way that should not be visible through his mask, considering it doesn't have a mouth hole or any impression of it. But you can kind of see, he's like, yeah, kid, you go sneak around and do what you gotta do. Me and this one will handle it. And kind of winks in a way that also shouldn't be possible in the type of mask, but is the Bramble Brawler and says, yeah, we got this taken care of. Ryan is going to put their hands on their hips and say, we're not going in without the electric kid. And then turn to Steve and be like, blow something up over there and O'Malley will go running. I can't blow something up. You just showed me earlier. Piss off at me. Move the move the thing. <sighs> Fine. Fine. I don't even know what the cops are even doing here. You guys know what NOPD stands for, right? N- no. Not our problem, dude. Oh, that's a good one. That's a really good one. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> um nice laugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, okay, okay. I got this. I got this. I got this. And he's gonna try and do 
the exact same thing he did to the soda can in the alleyway, but to Officer O'Malley's squad car. All right. I'm going to ask you to roll to unleash your powers and let's see exactly what happens as the electric kid goes to channel his powers uh, on something much larger than a pickle soda can. Oh, man. I'm so nervous. Yeah. <laughs> one plus four and two. Let's go. Let's On a ten plus, go. you do it. So Steve plants his feet. He pushes the kind of uh, points one of his hands out towards like down the alleyway, and there's like a, an electrical box there that starts sparking, and uh, this like bolt of lightning shoots out of it and into Steve's hand, and the entire building goes dark, and then. He holds out both his hands and this like swirl of electricity kind of wraps itself around the squad car and it very kind of slowly levitates up into the air. And then there's like a crack of thunder and a kadoom as this like giant lightning bolt blasts out of uh, Steve's hand as, as he kind of loses control and just sends it flying down the street. Uh, Officer O'Malley and the other uh, officers who were crouched behind the squad car are noticeably shocked and alarmed and O'Malley shouting the fuck Jesus Christ the hell is happening now and just fully exposed to all the produce and things being chucked out of this caravan James they fully turn and they're fleeing the situation. The not our problem dude squad has officially kicked in and they're out. <laughs> they're not sticking around any longer. Yeah. Um, this is someone else's problem now. Yep. Is. Uh, Ryan is going to like celebratorily like uh, cheer whoop and drag start dragging Steve towards the like the grocery store. But like, you know, like, yeah, time to be heroes. Let's go. Um, and if if that was me sharing a triumphant celebration, heck yeah, absolutely. I'll <laughs> read that move for the bull. Uh, when you share a triumphant celebration with someone, make them your level rival immediately to mark potential. He's already my level rival. If they are already your level rival, take influence over them and mark potential. Awesome. I already you, have influence over you, though. You do. So I. Ice is also present. Well. Oh, I could take influence of advice. I'm not I really mean, celebrating are, with him there. Those are just two options. Just throwing it out there. Nothing needs to be done. I don't really want to. I don't really want to celebrate with advice. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you screw that guy? I love this team already. <laughs> that guy sucks. Uh, <laughs> um. So does that mean I get to shift your label? Yeah, it sure does. I would like you to did. up your. What did you just do? I'm up your freak. Heck yeah. And down your... Maybe down your savior? Because yeah. you did just like blow up a cop car. Or like that that makes sense. Mm-hmm. No, anyway. yeah. I, I dig it. Hooray! We did it! You did it! And as the two or three of you counting vice start to make your way through this gaping opening, you hear... Leave Scarabus feeds. He's got the munchies? So what's happening? Yeah, that was a really loud shrimp. 
I mean, I'm not leaving. Let's let's do it. Yeah, Steve is going to, uh, yeah, kind of creep in slowly. And yeah, he's taking a look around, trying to see what the heck is going on. So this this opening is large. You can see like the second floor of this building looking up into like some managerial offices or storage up above. It's blown out like uh, the cash registers are destroyed and strewn about a little farther back in the store and clearly massive signs of destruction. And you can see as you're getting in there that there's like good amount of civilians still kind of stuck in here. Things keep flying around. Um, there's some families huddled farther back in what looks like the produce section. Um, that's not visible now. You can see signs of like dust, dirt flying around, produce flying, bananas, pineapples. Can I assess the situation? Yes, please do. Ooh. Okay, that is a four plus two plus zero for a six. Oh, man. Okay. As you're looking around, you're not really paying very much attention. And like just a jug of cider that's flying over these shelves just like kind of smacks you in the head. And it hurts, but you charged with some electricity. So it's not like the worst thing ever, but like it kind of opens and splatters and you're now kind of covered with a sticky cider. And Vice is just doubled over laughing at you. <laughs> and I'm going to ask you to mark insecure again. Dude, seriously. <laughs> I thought you were a professional. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, but some things are just so funny, man. Ugh, not my fault. Ryan's torn between wanting to punch Vice in the face and punch whatever through the thing. <laughs> I think whatever's back there is really hungry. To emphasize that you hear more need more. And the shelves kind of shake. It it's very clear where the sound is coming from. Can I um try to like just charge through the shelves? Yeah, absolutely. I believe the bull has a move for this. <laughs> physics, physics. physics. Yeah, yeah, please do. When you unleash your powers to barrel through an insurmountable barrier, roll plus danger instead of plus freak. Not that they're any different right now, but... It's the And the same situation with Cardi. Oh, that is a four plus one, which is five. Five. Okay, um... We are going to make our team move now um, as we're starting off, whether it's visible or not. We're about to enter a yeah. battle with a dangerous foe. So we are going to make that team move. When you enter battle against a dangerous foe as a team, add two team to the pool. Who is the leader here in this team? Ryan thinks it's the electric kid. Steve does not think it's him. <laughs> Steve thinks it's Vice, because Vice is the one that's like, fine, I'll show you how to go stop and crime like a real scary protege or whatever. Yeah, Ryan thinks it's uh, Steve, because Steve is the one who, like, actually think, thought things through before they ran in. To, to Ryan, that is leadership. <laughs> Who's Vice think the leader is? I get to make this as an executive decision. I'm not... They can be included whatever. in the team mechanics anyway. Yeah, uh, absolutely. 
Well, if he's included in the team mechanics, Vice obviously thinks that he's the leader here <laughs> because he said, hey, I'll show you how to do this. Losers, follow me. So, yeah, I guess Vice is the yeah. de facto leader of this <laughs> team. That makes sense to me. Steve's yeah. cool with that. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that in any way. I am surprised, but yeah, totally fine. It honestly um, makes the most sense. Vice's purpose in this fight is to end this threat more successfully than Ali knife fight. Yeah. That that aligns with Ryan's. Yeah, yeah, no. Like Steve's like looking around and is like, okay, yeah, stop bad guy, yes, keep civility and safe, yes. But most importantly, I just don't want to fuck up again. <laughs> okay, so that's uh two team. We add three. Does Vice have influence over both of you with Rival? Yeah. Does Vice have influence over Steve? He does. Okay, so that's four team in the pool. <laughs> well, it was four team in the pool. Vice <laughs> absolutely distrusts Ryan and Steve. Uh, Steve so does not trust Vice. <laughs> that's down to three team at least there. Is your team ill-prepared or off-balance? Me. <laughs> This is the most prepared Ryan is ever going to get. Whether that means actually prepared? <laughs> Vice feels prepared for this. He's there to do what he came to do. Steve feels that Vice feels like he's prepared for this. And as long as the, the real hero has a plan, Steve's pretty confident that they could have a pretty good shot. At least he knows who to punch this time. Okay, so we don't remove another team. We stay at three team in the pool. Five with the not two we had before? Yeah, that is five total, and Vice uh, is yeah. not going to self or uh, selflessly mark a condition to yeah, any team. <laughs> <laughs> not looking to sacrifice anything at this point. So yeah, we have five team in the pool. Um, that returns us to... Uh, what was our role there on... Um, Ryan got a... Five to blast through some stuff. Yeah, I got five. Um, Steve is going to use his uh, kind of electromagnetism powers that he's been experimenting with. And as Ryan is like knocking the shelves and everything up into the air and just exploding in front of them as they're charging through, Steve is going to like grab that out of the air with his electromagnetism and send it like flying just over the head of Ryan towards whatever this thing is so that like effectively Ryan is like charging forward and has like a tornado of their own destruction following behind them. That brings us to a six. <laughs> Vice? Team. <laughs> There is, once again, somehow a discernible eye roll, but never to be the real hero not actually doing anything or not getting any credit. Vice is going to just lithely follow and then skirt ahead of Ryan and chart out like a clear path. Um, he is very sure-footed and finds a way through this debris. Heck yeah. So what happens on a on a seven, on a hit? Uh well it's unleash your powers. Oh yeah, physics. Yeah, whatever uh 
Okay, yeah, so true. um, it's temporary. <laughs> okay, would you like to mark a condition to keep this from being unstable or temporary? It's <laughs> 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 kind of unstable already. Uh... <laughs> um. Yeah. Okay. Fine. Uh, I'll mark. I'll mark insecure because I need. No, to like uh, you don't have to if you don't want to. <laughs> Seems very insecure. Yeah. I'll, I'll be insecure. Cool. The three of you are able to make it over these shelves and in this like post-apocalyptic remains of this Caravan James grocery outlet, you see this hulking, about eight foot tall, menacing looking, just bizarre creature. It is reddish pink in color and it's just covered in these like clanking plates of what look like beetle or crustacean like armor it has these giant clawed hands and they are just shoveling mushrooms into its face ravenously what do you do steve stares in stunned silence and says well, son of a bitch, it actually is a mutant shrimp. <laughs> I think Ryan's Ryan's already in, like ready to punch it. Ready to punch it is different than punch it. Is Ryan going to punch it? If nobody else is doing anything. Literally. As there's a moment there, just jauntily, Vice strides forward and just very confidently like reaches out a hand that he just snaps closed into a fist and as he does you both notice what looks like the backlight of an eclipse sort of light around his hand for a moment and this creature just shrieks and its armor cracks just shells and this clanging nasty carapace chitin material starts to fall off of it but not all of it is gone the creature shrieks um and the vice keeps walking forward confidently and says yeah not so tough without your shell but as he does a figure stands out of this clattered mess on the ground in just fully black armor it's clearly the same figure that's just lost several layers and whips the vice across the jaw and face, and he is thrown into the uh, the shelves and is out cold. Oh, no! Steve is going to immediately use his game face move as he sees the vice go get knocked out cold in the, the frozen food section. He is going to commit himself to defeating this terrible mutant shell creature thing no matter the cost and so i am he is he is pissed off so i'm gonna mark angry and uh i get to take plus one ongoing to all roles in direct pursuit of subduing this this creature and if i don't make any progress towards this goal by the end of the scene i mark another condition all right Awesome. So what uh, do you use with this um new setup as you've as Steve or as the electric kid on the panel 
Hulk's goggles have narrowed in a way that is not possible uh, as he fixes his gaze on this similar form, but in like StarCraft exosuit skeleton amount of chitinous armor, as opposed to shrimp appendages it had before the vice kind of shed some away. Steve is going to go be a superhero and charge forward and punch this thing in its face with a giant lightning covered fist. All right. Give me that roll to directly engage the threat. And but first, tell me how this looks on the panel as Steve goes charging forward. Yeah, so there's he's uh, there's kind of like a moment as like time kind of slows down. He sees Vice just getting slammed into the wall, and uh, his his goggles narrow in a way they shouldn't. And he's there's just like a moment as kind of like the some like iron filings on the floor, dust and stuff starts to kind of like levitate up a little bit next to him as he kind of lowers himself into a sprinter's stance. And then there's just like a a flash of lightning as he just sprints forward at top speed. Boom! Nine! And is that factoring your plus one ongoing? Oh, it is not. So that is a full success. That's beautiful. Yeah! That is a hero thing happening. Uh, All right. I am going to create an opportunity for my Ryan. And I am also going to, I guess, resist or avoid their blows. All right. And this was uh, going forward with a punch, right? Yep. Yep. Okay. So as the electric kid flies forward and just delivers this devastating electric punch, very similar to the punch uh, delivered to Vice earlier in this very mm-hmm. issue, except much larger charge. This was just absolutely a, devastating. Yeah, it's like it's very cl- intentionally like the shot is set up the exact same way. It's like drawn very similarly, like similar poses and everything. But just. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you also got. Yeah, you resisted and avoid the blow. So as you're flying forward. The just electromagnetic aura that surrounds the electric kid just deflects any debris or anything coming his way, and you shatter into this outer shell of the scarapus creature, and you shatter it again, just as Vice had done previously, and it goes down to it, its final level, and this pulse around you deflects all this chitinous shell that's been coming your way. But uh, this form looks up at you and like a hinged mandible like jaw opens. But mm. you can see under it, it has like like it's a human jaw. It's kind of like like almost like a mask exoskeleton look. Think mm-hmm. bleach or car kind of look and says, you're strong, kid. Problem is, the weaker I get, the smarter I get. Up in the ceiling, there's some conduit that has been dislodged. And he just quickly grows a black armor chitin appendage that slices it and just releases some conductors down onto you that just slap into you. And you're now part of a a live circuit. I'm going to have to ask you to take a powerful blow. Shit! 
Too much electric, kid. <laughs> Too much electric. Um, Hopefully right. not. This could be really cool if you oh. roll low. Please roll low. Oh, ooh, uh, hey, it could be worse. It could be a lot worse. Um, shit. I'm gonna. Oh man, I think I'm gonna lash out at Ryan. Okay, and just before you do so, there's the time for that dramatic wait. Um, the opportunity that has also been granted to Ryan is he does get smarter, but he's also not that smart. He also got <laughs> zapped by cutting through this conductor, <laughs> and he is a little bit fried and just kind of like shaking and shook that he just got shocked in a way he did not expect. Um. Yeah, so while we're both being... Right simultaneously. <laughs> Steve's just like, don't just stand there, Briar! Get him! And, uh, yeah, so I'm gonna provoke you to charge in and get this, knock this guy away from me, pitting me to an electrical circuit. Yeah, that seems oh. good. Cool, cool, cool. Okay, so I roll to provoke Ryan. Okay. And roll plus superior. Oh, I have zero superior. I do have that influence over Ryan, so that brings it up to a six. The thing with Ryan is that like Ryan doesn't need much provoking to do this, so I do feel like Ryan could use team to provoke himself. <laughs> if the GM agrees. <laughs> I mean, th that is... Steve that could does... also use Team Selfishly. If Steve wants to do that, Steve can, and it would make sense a little bit in the situation, but I will just throw out there that I was more litigious on the last thing, and Ryan does... That makes sense. What you said about Ryan makes sense for him, so if it's up to you. If Michael would not, I will allow Kaylee to use a team. I mean, I think Ryan, Ryan wants to do what you're saying. So I, I feel like there's like a moment where like you lash out and you yell at Ryan, where Ryan is just like, like, what the fuck are you doing? But then there is like a moment that he almost like, I feel like Ryan kind of almost like physically will like slap his own face and be like, it's Steve. <laughs> I mean, it's EK. <laughs> You have to do uh, this for him. <laughs> awesome. So that bumps it up to a, a seven then. Which means I got to choose one. Um, and I'm going to say if you do it, you add a team to the pool. Sweet. I'll do it. I'm doing it. Heck yeah. Although, are you all still part of the circuit? Ryan doesn't care. Ryan's going. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> it's um, too much thinking for Ryan. Yeah, so I think Ryan, Ryan's still on uh, skates. So I think Ryan's going to kind of like um, zoom quite fast. There's like a, there's like the panel where Ryan like slaps his own face and then there's like them just like zooming um, over towards the uh, scare pace. And I think I'm going to, what am I going to do? I think I'm going to grab, uh, try to like swipe Scarapace's feet out from under and like make him fall over. 
with my little brambles. I'm trying to expand the repertoire and not just punch, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um Oh. Would I sorry, I just realized um I have plus one on going to defeating Scarabus, so we didn't even need to spend a team there. Oh yeah. Ryan's still gonna slap himself in the face. Yeah, no, that's great. That's all great. That's, it's whatever, but... <laughs> Yo, no, that's uh, super important. Sorry, that's my job to track, and I like no, not keeping track of that. I guess what We need would... our sixth team, damn it! <laughs> <laughs> are you trying to engage and become involved with Scarapus here in a fight, or are you trying to get them out of your way? I think I'm trying to... I'm trying to fight. I'm trying to, like, fight until he can't fight anymore <laughs> okay yeah then roll to directly engage a threat as oh, you go to uh sweep their feet from out from under him that is a four plus one which is a five hmm. i i hate to say it but that is going <laughs> to be a miss as electric kid is still kind of caught in this circuit here um so, uh, um, what happens here is he has recovered by the time that you've uh, chosen to make action. Uh, unfortunately, slapping your face and everything, the time and indecision it took was enough time for this villain to recover. He just quickly gains like two shells of armor and with now just claw-like club fists just bashes you both at the same time, um, knocking you back into the um, kind of overturned shelves behind you. I'm going to ask you both to take powerful blows. As you're just double swiped by this now triple layer crab creature. I That's five a ten. And a three plus two conditions. Oh god. Um I got a seven plus two conditions. So that's an eight. That's better than, than me. Okay, <laughs> Not my so electric kid. We have for the the partial blow, you get to choose one. Uh, lash out verbally or provoke a teammate to foolhardy action. Uh, give ground. Your opposition gets an opportunity. Struggle past the pain. Mark two conditions for Ryan. And then for the electric kid, on a 10 plus, you must choose one. Remove yourself from the situation. Flee, pass out, etc. Lose control of yourself or your powers in a terrible way. Or two options from the 7 to 9 list. Steve's going to take two options from the 7 to 9 list. He's going to be give ground by flying backwards several dozen feet. <laughs> uh, and he's also going to struggle past the pain and mark two more conditions. Uh, Ryan is also going to struggle past the pain and mark two conditions. Which right. is going to be uh, angry and afraid, maybe. Yeah, I think guilty and afraid make the most sense for Steve. All right. Have both of those moves fully resolved for you before I move on so I'm not like hopping the gun? Nope, yep, I'm yeah. I'm I'm good. All right. Scarapus and his 
just dastardly form has once again one v threed this new team of heroes <laughs> that has debuted itself. You both collide with these these store shelves, and you're battered and bruised. Both of you are heroes, supposedly, and have some sort of healing factor. So you do manage to, through some anguish and some self-doubt, stay conscious. The Scarapus creature has started to molt and grow and gain additional shells. But you hear a bit of a rustle behind you, both of you, as you've landed. You know, barely, your your arms could touch. You could hold hands if you wanted to. I think kind of on the panel, maybe Steve and Ryan are holding hands. Yes. It feels kind of appropriate Always. for them as they're kind of like, Steve has a bloody nose that's shown through his olive baklava and Ryan is cut up and bleeding and you hear a gruff but firm voice from behind you that sounds familiar but you can't place. Plug your ears now. Do you? Um, it depends. If, if Steve does, Ryan will. But if Steve doesn't, Ryan will. If Ryan does it, Steve will. But if <laughs> Ryan doesn't, Steve won't. I feel like maybe maybe um they stay holding hands and um and Ryan reaches over and blocks one of Steve's ears. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so cute. Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll cover each other's ears. <laughs> God, you two are so weird. Whatever. <laughs> and <laughs> what was that? Is that what? The reader can see on the panel that uh, cuts through the commotion and just this high-pitched ringing um, of the word who is just like reverberating through this broken-down grocery store. And even with your ears plugged, it's just, it's rattling your head. And then it finishes, who do you think you are to be messing with my babies? And out from the scattered rubble steps Mother Owl in her hero persona. Readers might remember her from her appearance in the Wonder World Comics Pride Army of Book Lovers episode. She's wearing heels and a full body suit. It's a shimmering cat suit that goes up to her neck and stops just under her chin. And covering her face is a sparkling bejeweled and feathered masquerade mask. And Mother Owl is a uh, Thai drag queen who performs at the hijinks variety theater and also runs the pickle pit the all ages queer dance club in the cannery district and she is a hero with uh sonic control in power who's able to uh mess with people's inner ear and project high frequencies her entire ensemble is white and has the most sparkle and as she strides out of these like broken grocery alleys stepping over bananas and mush and mushrooms and like shrimp and everything raw just these layers of chitin over carapace just start to fall and shed off they're just being cracked by the sonic frequency and says it's over it's gonna be okay kids out from behind you the gruff voice who you gave an unnecessarily hard time to do a simple task steps the monitor uh who calmly and confidently is you know kind of a gruff figure not too tall around five eight five nine 
uh, has like just very official goggles, kind of like a almost paramilitary style helmet on, an army vest with lots of pouches, cut off sleeves, and looks vaguely familiar to readers of Wonder World comics. You can hear him kind of shouting orders to civilians and ordering people here and there as he heads toward this like shattered figure on the ground. And as he gets there, he he pulls this mutant creature who's now just in a completely humanoid form. Um, it seems like their shells were maybe an external power that they could grow. And he cuffs a male figure, his hands behind his back. No one there can hear, especially after the sonic ripple of Mother Owl. But the reader can see a voice bubble that says, You're lucky we got here when we did, and he isn't hurt. Because if he was, if they were, and that's where the voice bubble cuts off, and the reader sees just a taser just zapping the neck of this mutant. We totally had that guy. Oh my god, my ribs. <laughs> Ryan, I, I, I'm I'm laughing. I think Ryan is also going to be hysterically laughing. <laughs> I'm I'm sorry. I'm sitting here like like freaking out about the monitor and and Mother Al being there. I'm so excited. But yeah, Ryan is going to like start laughing and probably accidentally like elbow Steve in the ribs. <laughs> <laughs> How's that for superheroes? We did it. And uh <laughs> he's gonna hold up a very half hearted fist for a fist bump. <laughs> yeah, Rhino Rhino fist bump, yeah. <laughs> and I think that is where we will end this comic. Wonder World Comics is an actual play podcast of Masks, A New Generation, by Brendan Conway. This issue was GM'd by Michael Dunham, who can be found on Twitter at GalvanicMan. Southpaw is played by Charlie Smiley, who can be found on Instagram at BigSkyCharlie. Moonflower is played by Kyra Nelson, who can be found on Twitter at Kyra M. Nelson. Graviton is played by Sawyer A. The Righteous Flame is played by Theodore Hampton. You can be found on his website at theohamptonphoto.com. Stitch is played by Justin Reed, who can be found on Twitter at www.comicsstitch. Mighty Briar is played by Kaylee Newberry, who can be found on Twitter at Kaylee underscore Newberry. Wonder World Comics is produced by Michael Dunham and is edited by Michael Dunham and Justin Reed. The music is from Dvorak Symphony Number no. 9. Do you have questions or comments? You can get a hold of us on Twitter at WW Comics Podcast, or send us an email at wwcomicspodcast at gmail.com.